With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal uh, agenda. Joining you every morning, Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. I uh, hope you're doing good and well. I'm joined this morning by Umar. How are you doing, mate? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm good. I see that Champions League badge on your shirt. You know, I love it. So. I love it. There it is. I love it. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Just ordered my third kit. Have you ordered yours? No, no, I'm going to. Like, out of the kits, that one is beautiful. Like, I want to see that being worn every single European away night. It's so beautiful. Yeah. But it's, the advert's nice as well. The advert's nice mm. as well. Like, Deccan Rice having an ice cream, along with William Saliba. It's just, <laughs> it's just a beautiful advertisement. But, yeah, yeah. it is a beautiful yeah. kit. Oh, it's really nice. Uh, it's proper retro. Uh, I love it. And I think, um, you know, I've got Saka on the back of mine. You have to get in there early because if you want, like, the um, Arsenal font, you have to be quick. So You know what? I, had, I, I got the font a few years ago and then, mm. like, it tore off. It tore off. I don't know what kit it was. Mm. And then I decided, like, I don't want to go for the Arsenal font ever again. Fair enough. Rather go for the I just think the design's nicer, but you're right. It does. If you put it through the wash enough yeah. times, it's not great. Uh, yeah. I'm finding that with my black kit with the Odegaard on the back as well. It's starting to fray, yeah. so I have yeah. to be careful wearing that one as much. Um, but uh, but yeah, no exciting stuff. Uh, the new kit launched as always. Um, but there's things to talk about. Other bit of admin: Theo Walcott retiring from football. Sad day. Yeah, no. I wish him the best. You know what, like. He's had a great career, Theo has, um, especially when he first broke through onto the scene uh, as a 16-year-old, 17-year-old. Uh, there was a lot of hopes and um, a lot of like optimism about his future. And I think he's had a very good career when you think about it. Scored over 100 goals for a top club uh, like Arsenal, international level, played at the highest level for England in World Cups. Um He's had a great career, big moments, big games, um, FA Cup final, that goal against Aston Villa springs to mind. So, look, for what he was capable of doing, I think he's had a great career, Theo uh, Walker. And I think when you talk about his career, some people are like, maybe he could have done a bit more. But, what, he's 34 years old, he's played at the highest level, and I think he could have carried on. I think last season, yeah. he was very good for Southampton. That performance against Arsenal... At the Emirates, it seemed like yeah. that was Theo Walcott. That's his last goal. Did he score against Tottenham? His last goal ever against Arsenal. <laughs> that would be quite a thing. I'm just going to check on his um on his 
transfer mark just to see if his last goal for Southampton was against Arsenal. No, uh, yes, yes, it was. His it last was. goal in his career was against Arsenal. There you go, then. Um, he did get an assist in the last game in the 4 4 against uh, Liverpool. So, so not a bad go. game to end your career on a 4 4 against Liverpool. Shame, of course, that Southampton went down. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he did score against Spurs and got an assist in a 3 3 draw as well. So, that was his last then, two goals. Yeah. Arsenal Spurs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's great. So, like, yeah. He just needs to relax now, hang up his boots, um, have time with his family. I think he deserves it. He said, I think on the overlap, when you're speaking to Gary Neville, that he had a lot of offers. I think Reading were interested as well mm. in him. But like, no disrespect to Reading, but Theo Walcott should be playing, shouldn't be playing in League One. Um, he, he, can, he can do better than that. And if he decides that that's not the right for, fit for him, um, it's the perfect way to end. Like mm. at the highest level, like you played Premier League football, retire at a high, and it's, it's back at Southampton as well. So now I wish him all the all the best, great memories. Um, I'll never forget that run against Liverpool Anfield um, in the Champions League, a game where we should have won. To be honest, mm. I don't know how we lost mm. that game, but fantastic run, fantastic moments, and yeah, we wish him all the best. Yeah, fingers crossed um, that he, you know, can go into you know something like uh, punditry or radio. Yeah, yeah. Or, he's know, good. He's a good speaker. He's done punditry before, I think, for for Sky and BBC. So Talk yeah, be great to see him get involved. I'm pretty sure he has. Uh, let's move to Arsenal and transfers. Then uh, outgoing. Speaking of, of forwards, following Balogun, uh, Tim using ticks, the ever reliable outlet, suggesting that Spurs have made uh, an inquiry for Balogun. I mean. How much would it have to be for you to sell him to Spurs? <laughs> There's no price. There's no price we can't sell him. So if I said they've offered 80 million? No. Nah. No. 100 million? No. 150 million? No, no, it's, that's not going to happen, though. <laughs> so, no, no, I'm just saying. So you're saying... No, like you don't, you, you don't strengthen your enemy. You don't strengthen your enemy. Like, I just don't Are want to we take weakening risk. them by giving them Balogun and taking 150 million quid? Though, <laughs> but it's it's like you know what it is TC. I I know that there's a player in there. I know there's a player in there, and I'd rather not take that risk of allowing him to go to our rivals and potentially seeing them strengthen. Like they're in a weaker position now with the sale of Harry Kane. Tottenham are in a weaker position. They're looking for strikers in and around Europe to try and replace Harry Kane, and obviously that's not going to be possible because in my eyes he's irreplaceable mm. but to allow someone like Balogun to go there and have that opportunity to be their number nine it'll give him it'll give him like so much confidence it'll give him so much confidence and he has that ability to be a success at Tottenham yeah. like he's got that he's got those attributes he's got that quality he's got the um, goal instinct to basically be a success at a top club and if it was anyone if he, even if it was Chelsea, I'd be okay. I'd sanction it. Manchester United, etc. I'd be okay with it. If you're talking about the prices that you're just throwing at me, 150 million, etc. I'd hold my hands up and I'd say, okay, fair enough. But not Tottenham. Not mm. Tottenham. Like, if Tottenham won't do any, won't do Arsenal any favors, why should we do them any favors? Like, for me, like they are rivals. We hate them. So I don't want to see us strengthening them. And I, and I, I, I saw what Edu apparently what the Arsenal hierarchy have basically said. They've just upped the price with the yeah. Balogun um, potential deal, and they've said to Tottenham, "Look, if you want him, you have to pay more than what we've basically asked other teams, mm. potential suitors." So 
Yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't think anything will come out of it, if I'm being completely honest. I still think he's going to go to uh, Monaco. Um, I think that deal really? will happen. Yeah, I, I think, think that Fulham deal will happen. Watch. Yeah, for, that's an interesting one as well because you don't know what the situation is with Mitrovic. Um, I think going. Yeah, I think forty-six like million pounds is the price. Crazy, crazy, crazy amount of money. Like honestly, so if a club like Fulham has that money, maybe they might um, push for Balogun. West Ham could be one to watch. They seem to be making moves in recent days. Kudus has been linked. Um, and a few other players. Uh, I think Jeremy Boku as well. Was was has he been linked as well? Mm. So yeah, uh, interesting ones at West Ham. But yeah, with Tottenham, can't send him. I can't send him. Like, I just don't want to take the risk. I just don't want to take the risk. Like, would would you help your would you help your enemy out, TC? No. There you go. <laughs> and I, I know what the saying is keep your friends. What is it? Keep your friends. Keep your friends close and your enemies close. Yeah, not, no, not I don't in this want any situation. Spurs near me, mate. I don't exactly. know. So, not, not in this situation. Not <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to that, you, you, you know, you're right. You know, I'm only messing about. You yeah, don't. Yeah. You don't strengthen your rivals. Uh, you don't sell to them. I don't think we've sold a player to them since like the seventies or something like yeah. that. So. You know, we we don't, um, and it's it's not something that we should do. Uh, there is an irony if they spend all the Harry Kane money on Balogun, that would yeah. be quite funny. But who knows? He might turn to a player that scores as many goals for them each season. So I don't, you know, yeah. I don't want to be responsible or held responsible for that. Um, I think we can get a good fee from someone else. So mm-hmm. let's, yeah, let's let's wait and see what happens. Uh, incomings potentially, of course, with Timber being out for the season, uh, right backs continue to be linked. And Benjamin pa- uh, Benjamin. Pavard? No. Mm. He's, yeah. he's Benjamin Pavard, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, another Benjamin right back potentially coming in. Uh, he's been linked and Arsenal said to be considering him as an option. What do you make of him? I said it a few days ago, didn't I? I'm getting a lot of things right. <laughs> I said it a few days ago. That's oh, one to I'm watch. I feel your boots. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> one to watch. That's one to watch. Like It's interesting because Manchester United were linked with him and it seemed that with the Harry Maguire deal, potentially him moving to West Ham United, that would be one to watch. Um, it seems that Pavard wants to leave Bayern Munich. And again, he's not had the best of times in, in Munich over the past few seasons. He doesn't seem the same Benjamin Pavard that we saw when he won the World Cup with France, that beautiful goal that he scored. Um, but he's someone that's, again, 27, very experienced, someone that can play two positions as a right-sided centre-back, again, where I think we lack a bit of depth in, in that position. And also he can play as a right-back. He's got that pedigree of playing at the highest level with Bayern Munich. He's played in the Champions League. And again, it's always about the fee that is being touted. But I saw yesterday, I read I read an article that Inter Milan are interested in, in him and they've apparently offered £25 million or so. And I think if we potentially go up to like 30 million pounds Bayern Munich would sanction that deal but again there are options out there Cancelo again that's another one to watch like I said it a few days ago like I didn't think that he has his heart set on staying in the Premier League or moving to Arsenal but as the days go past and Barcelona don't agree a fee with Manchester City and don't get that deal in place he is going to get frustrated and again, he doesn't want to stay at Manchester City. So he's in a he's in a situation where he either stays at Manchester City and he's on the bench and he's a bit part player, or he decides to go to a club like Arsenal 
and he has a like integral role in the first team. So again, Cancelo could be one to watch. But I'm looking at these final weeks of the window, and I remember when we signed Tomiyasu was it a few years, a few a few summers ago, and that came out of nowhere. TC that came out of nowhere on deadline day, like it was out of the blue, and I I could see something similar happening in the final weeks of the window, like an Ornstein bomber just basically tweeting, Arsenal have made the bid for RB Leipzig defender Mohamed Simakan. Like, honestly, <laughs> I can see I can see it happening. Like, something yeah. like Simakan, what's, what's the fee being tied? £35 million pounds or so? £35 million, yeah. That's a good deal when you think about it. Mm. That is a very good deal when you think about it because there was talk that he was the preferred target at the start of the window. When, mm. when obviously we decided to opt for Yuri and Simba. But again, I don't think we lose a lot if we decide to sign Simakan. Again, a versatile defender, someone I think that has the same attributes as Timba. But there are options out there. Um, and I think Arsenal will be looking to strengthen in the back line. Look at Arteta's press conference yesterday. He says they need two positions, um, like two players in one position. And I think that's the right, right way to do if you want to be a successful football club. You have to strengthen. And he keeps going on about building, building, building every window, every summer, every transfer window. And I think that's the right way to do. And now you've lost a player for six, seven months. You have to go back into the market. And I think you will see Arsenal strengthen in the back line. I'm not sure about further forwards, but I think defensive uh, replacement for Timber is crucial now. Me too. Me too. Um, I think that if we don't, you know, we haven't improved the defence, you know, this summer technically. Yeah. I know that we've signed Timber well, and I give credit to the club to do that, but you got to sign someone. You know, yeah. you, you have to sign somebody at the end of the day um, to, to make sure that we've not got that vulnerability still because uh, you know goals weren't a problem last season but the defence was and you know mm. we still conceded in that first game of the season as well ironically when Timber was off the field so you know we need to bring somebody in we need to have that depth otherwise there could be there could be trouble um, and we'd have to risk it through until January potentially so yeah let's let's wait and see Arteta seemed pretty open to the idea of it in the press conference yesterday so let's keep fingers crossed that that's the case um, but we need to bring in quality Um I don't want us pulling a Liverpool and getting, you know, an endo from... Oh, yeah, out of the blue. Yeah, yeah like he's a decent player, but that's yeah, panic. Not, yeah. panic all day. When you're like, going for Caicedo and top players like that, Lavia, and you just f- find a player from Stuttgart, uh, 30 years old as well. Yeah, and like, there's players out there you think like are better you know, than, than spending 60 million quid on, on a 30-year-old defensive midfielder. Um, How much? 16 million pounds. Oh, I thought you said 60. I was going to say, whoa, I was going to be like, whoa. It's not like United spending, what was it, 80 yeah. million on Casemiro. Did you read the uh, article today, by the way, from Jamie Carragher? No, no, by what the was Telegraph. it? So he's basically said that Touching on your point on, on Casemiro, he said Casemiro in the first game of the season against Wolves, he was shocking. And he's basically a stopgap signing for Manchester United. And Arsenal have made a better signing in terms of Declan Rice. Chelsea mm-hmm. have made a better signing in Moises Casado. And they basically have brought in better players than Casemiro. And he's basically mm-hmm. reeled in the Manchester United fans. But he, look, he's 31 years old. Against yeah. Wolves, their midfield was open. Manchester United. in February. <laughs> but their, their midfield was non-existent. So, mm. uh, you know what? If Eric Ten Hag is a confident man, 
If he's brave, I want to see that midfield at the Emirates on September the 3rd. Mount, Bruno yeah. Fernandes and Casemiro. Let's see how brave he is. Let's see how brave he is. Let's see. I think it will be McTominay and Casemiro. Exactly. You, you know what's um, going to happen. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, let's, let's wait and see uh, what ends up happening. I'm also glad that they're not going to be getting like 70 odd million quid from McTominay and, uh, yeah. and McGuire from the sounds of things. That's Thank goodness for that. Um, is Nuno Tavares worth 30 million quid, Uma? Because I, I, you know, he's. I think he's worth more. <laughs> you know, if he's worth thirty million pounds, bro, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Forest links uh, with the Forest. Good business. Yeah. If Arsenal get that amount of money, I'd be over the moon. Trust me, over mm. the moon. If Arsenal could do that, uh, Ansu Fati is the other potential player linked with a move. We've been seeing his name mentioned and Arsenal linked. Would you take him on loan? Potentially, yes. Not on a yeah. permanent deal. Not on a permanent deal. Um, I'm worried about the the injury record mm-hmm. that he's he's had over the past few seasons. He's not had that consistency in terms of games at Barcelona. It's always been stop start, stop start. And I think with Arsenal now we're at a stage where we need availability. We need players who are reliable, players that can come in straight away, playing week in week out. Like it gets frustrating when players get these little niggles and they're out for four weeks, five weeks, and you don't see them. And when they, once they come back, they don't have that fluidity in their game, which 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 makes sense because they've been out of action for a long time. And you look at Fatty, he has that he has that he has that in his game that he does pick up a lot of injuries. But he is a talented player, don't get me wrong. I think there there is a talented player in there. I think Tottenham have been linked with him over the past 24 hours as well, Arsenal. But I would only go for it if it was a loan move. Like, if Arsenal are potentially thinking about a permanent deal, I don't think it's the right thing to do. Um, but you know how Mikel Arteta is. He likes to save players, doesn't he? That's that's the common theme. Now, where I read on Twitter, Mikel Arteta's got some obsession with saving players, making them better. And it's interesting because Kudus, it seems that West Ham now are in pole position. For, for his signature. Apparently, personal terms have been agreed. Um, just a fee needs to be agreed with Ajax. So that could be seemingly off the table. And when you look in and around Europe, options are getting a bit lighter. Felix, apparently, is going to Barcelona on loan. And maybe that could open up a deal for Arsenal to get fatty. So if someone says to me, in the final weeks of the window, if you can sign a defender and be like someone like Cancelo, someone like Pavard, and if you can bring in Fatty on loan, I think I'll be happy with it, to be honest, because at least we have strength in numbers now. Like if there's an injury to Saka or someone like that, we have we have the options. But forking out 30, 40 million pounds on Fatty, I don't think it's uh, a necessity, in my opinion. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, I think um, I think that a loan would be a safe safe option for Arsenal if they want to bring in a forward, you know, getting Ansu Fati online with an option. I'd like an option included so they've got a bit of control, you know, over that. If he does well, then you're locked in at a price already where his value is right now. So How I think that, that would be a good move. If it was, if I had to offer you, you can either sign a, a defender or a forward. What are you going with? Defender. Yeah, me too. Me too. No debates here. Uh, thank you, uh, Umar. Thank you for everyone that's joined us this week. Uh, I do want to obviously say that thank you to everyone that helped us to reach 90,000 subscribers. Uh, I put a tweet out on that this morning. You know, we started the channel two years ago this month. I think the first show dropped, I think it was next month. I think we started in like August and then, you know, uh, 
campaign for a bit if we get to a thousand subs before we kicked off and we managed to do that um so if you've been with us since the first thousand thank you um but we're now on our way you know already umar's putting in the work and uh you we know all are, we all are. ten thousand away already from uh from hitting a hundred k uh peeny ween's asking for a live show yeah you know, umar yeah you know, i reckon you could host a live show you know <laughs> yeah maybe potentially <laughs> oh dear well, what what joy that would be um but yeah no thank you to everyone um that has tuned in continue to watch us it means the absolute world that you've uh that you've done that and uh and thanks to everyone on facebook as well that watches every single morning it's not just youtube um but if you are on facebook and you're not subbed then you need to make sure you get over to youtube and sub because then you know you're helping us get closer to that <laughs> ultimate goal uh, umar needs to hang up that 100k plaque you know that's what he wants so uh you know, we need to make sure we get that done. But thank you, Umar, as well, for your time, mate, as always. Always appreciate it, yeah. And I can only echo those thoughts. Thank you, everyone, for all your support over the last uh, two years or so. It's, it's always much appreciated. Um, like I said, we love we love the positivity. And at times, we also love the negativity. But that comes part mm. and parcel with supporting this great football club criticism we call you know negativity we have criticism i love, it. I love criticism bro i love yeah. it <laughs> like the lack of curtains that you've got that, that exactly that criticism. Yeah, they yeah, love yeah. that they Get love that in the comments. that's why i'm hung it up i love they love it in the comments like they don't talk about transfers they talk about curtains <laughs> <laughs> if we get to 100k you've got to put some curtains up mate all right deal there you go <laughs> deal Let's see if he holds true to it. Some <laughs> Arsenal curtains. That's that's what we need. So nah, not Arsenal off. curtains. I can't. My mum will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, thank you, everyone that's tuned in and listened. Very much appreciate your time, as always. Uh, have a fantastic day. Uh, enjoy your weekend as well. Be back, of course, on Monday, uh, which will be... Well, I won't be back on Monday morning because it is game day on Monday, yeah. so I'll be around a little bit later on. But so there'll be content I. over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, what's that? So will I in the evening. I'll be on Monday evening yeah, as well. It's, yeah. uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? Press on. Croydon. I hate going to Palace, but the yeah. fact that it's 8 p.m. makes it so difficult to get to Croydon, like in that area. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's this, it's going to be interesting to see how, how that goes. Uh, fingers crossed, hoping to be there. Uh, but thank you, everyone, joining us. Very much appreciate it. As always, drop a like, subscribe, and as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh,